You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo in studio today. Looks like Andy is off doing something. Some, some northern uh, city. Some northern city? Yeah. Is it true? I've got AJ here, yeah, who's uh, one of uh, the hosts on uh, the Get Connected TV show. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah it's a little snowy out there. It is. Yeah. Here in Vancouver. In Vancouver. It's probably snowy across the rest of the country as yeah. well. <laughs> we just get all excited when it snows here. Uh, lots to talk about on our show today. Later on in the program, uh, we'll be talking with Ryan Stefan. He's the founder and owner of the West Coast Drone Racing League. Drones, they have their own racing league. That's so awesome. That's pretty cool, <laughs> eh? And it, it's neat because uh, if you look in, in, into the market right now for drones, the prices have come down dramatically on these things. They used to be a few thousand dollars. You can pick up a pretty decent one for like $500 now. Yeah, it's getting to the point where like, you know, a lot more people are going to probably see getting into these things, which really complicates it a, a bit too because like, you know, these, these sort of like sub 100 feet airways are... Uh, <laughs> Or you can, see drones flying down your neighborhood pretty street. Crowded, yeah. eh? Well, I was noticing um, London Drugs, they have uh, the, the Parrot Bebop 2 drone on. Oh. That thing, remember when it came out, was 1500 bucks. Yeah. Like just this year. Yeah. And now it's they've got it on special for 499 That's awesome. I know. It was a pretty good drone. Yeah. It's got like a really good high-def fish, uh, wide-eye fish angle uh, lens on it. Yeah. And so you can take some pretty cool video with that. My prediction Christmas morning, <laughs> look out your window. <laughs> or uh, close your blinds. Yeah, close your blinds. Uh, this is an interesting story uh, as well, uh, AJ. Fitbit uh, has bought uh, Pebble Watch's software assets. Yeah. Do you remember Pebble Watch? Yes, I do. That was one of the um, the first kind of big smartwatches that came onto the market. They had a really successful Kickstarter campaign where they raised a few million dollars to build these watches, and uh, they've been punching them out for the past few years. But now they are unfortunately toast. Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, I didn't really know what to expect when this, uh, you know, when this sort of intent to purchase was being heard, these rumors were being heard, and, you know, was are they going to keep the Pebble name? Is the Pebble watch still going to be there? Um, it doesn't look like it. No, I think... Pebble is has skipped its last uh, skip there. So hold on to your Pebble. Apparently, um, you know they're still saying that you know a lot of people still use the Pebble device, but but that you know over the course of time, um, things like warranty and replacement issues will be more difficult because this they'll no longer be in place for that. Yeah, the um, Fitbit purchased them, uh, I guess, for their uh, their development team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fitbit uh, is one of the leaders in wearable technology right now. Uh, we've shown them on our, our TV show a few times. Yeah, uh, great stuff. Uh, but it looks like Fitbit's wanting to get into more of the business or the enterprise market. So you know, into the medical industry and and, and what have you. And uh, I guess Pebble's got a, a good uh, group of developers there that will help them uh, attack that. Yeah, it's interesting to see them get bought out for the people. I mean, obviously they have a lot of the IP as well. Yeah. But, you know, just looking at wearables uh, in general, there's going to be a lot of consolidation with these companies. Uh, you know, there's we were down at the Consumer Electronics Show last year, and there was like a million different smartwatches and mm-hmm. different wearable devices that measure heart rate and, and, and everything. But, uh, again, with anything new, eventually things get consolidated, and I, I think we're starting to see that now. And I think, you know, like for the folks out there that are kind of like, you know, doing the Christmas shopping right now, and you are looking at some sort of wearable for, for you know, that special person in your life, it is a tough call. Like, do you go smartwatch, you know, which is essentially um, really intended to sort of, you know, connect to your phone and, and keep you updated on your emails and texts and appointments and, you know, give you navigation directions and this sort of thing? Or do you go sort of 
on the sort More of fit health, yeah, Fitbit, you yeah. know, the wearable side, which is really supposed to be about health, track your sleeping, track your, um, your exercise, um, and, and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, there's a pretty big, I guess, price difference between the two. Smartwatches tend to be a little bit more pricier, but a lot of the things kind of do the same stuff. You know, I look at the Gear Fit 2 from Samsung, which we'll talk a bit, a bit later because that is our fantastic prize today. Yes. And uh, that thing is yep. basically a smartwatch. I mean, I know it's more geared towards the athletic side, but, but it's, you know, it's got the time. It's got the notifications from the phone. It's got all those features. Well, that's an interesting thing, too. Uh, they're saying, analysts are saying that smartwatches haven't taken off as much as you know, the industry had hoped uh, it, it would. Uh, Google, uh, they've got their Android Wear platform. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, uh, a pat- platform a lot of these Android makers are using to develop their smartwatch uh, uh, models. Uh, they've kind of slowed down on the releases of that. Uh, I just read that Motorola, uh, who's now owned by Lenovo, uh, they're not going to be making any more smartwatches. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that. That's no. big. It is kind of big. Yeah, I know because Andy's been wearing one of those. Huge, yeah. Well, I, Mike, I, I, I'm sorry for the listeners. They can't see this, but... but um, what the hell is that? I'm sporting the uh, new Samsung uh, Gear 3 watch. This thing... Wow, that thing's giant. It is It is giant. It's it's giant, but it's beautiful. Do you like it? Yeah, it's 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 an awesome watch. If there's uh, anyone out there who's been thinking about gifting somebody, this thing's not cheap either, like 650 bucks. What? Yeah. And, wow. uh, and, um, but that's like, uh, it's got a heart rate monitor and everything. It's got on the heart well. rate monitor. It's got, a tim- uh, it's got tons of sensors in it. So it's also got GPS built into it. Uh, yep. There's an LTE version so that you don't actually need your phone to get your messages. It's got a barometer built into it as well. So it's basically, you know, completely. So I can tell you it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you with a barometric pressure in the altitude whether it's snowing or not. Um, I've been wearing my Apple Watch for the past year. I love this thing. Yeah. And, you know, when I first got it, I hated it because I hadn't worn a watch for like 25 years. But now, if I don't have this thing on, I I feel naked. (laughs) Yeah, because, uh, you know, it measures like my heart rate and all that and my activity. Uh, But just being able to get all the notifications and, and things on here, it's fantastic. I got Apple Pay on here. Yeah. So I use my watch to pay. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Apple Pay is definitely superior. The, the the Samsung Gear 3, it has what they call Samsung Pay in it. Yeah. Um, it's an NFC, and you have to sort of load a payment app software on your, on your phone. And I, I think that it works, but I, I don't think it's ne- not not nearly as sophisticated as, as Apple Pay is yet anyway. Um, but I got to say, I left the house this morning. Uh, you know I forgot lots of things because I was telling you the story. But yeah. uh, but the one thing I forgot was my phone. Well, about five steps out of my house, my, my watch starts vibrating, right? Oh. Hey. Hey idiot. Your hey, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How awesome is that? So I was able to go back and uh, and get my phone. And then where did I leave my phone? Oh, hey, f- hey, f- um, watch. Would you tell me where my phone is? Deep, deep. Basically, is that the sound it makes? Yeah. <laughs> or, or is that the sound you think it makes? That's what I made, yeah. <laughs> but then my phone started to ring, found my phone. Awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So that watch, uh, it's the Galaxy Gear 3, is yeah. it? It's it's weird. They've, they've had a few watches now. Every time, they like it's like they throw away the... The blueprints for the last one, and it's completely different. Yeah, this is similar. This is similar to the Gear Two. Um, it, you see this dial here? Yes. So, so whereas your so this watch app- is round, mine is square. Yeah, this my watch, is, watch round. is square. So this has one of those dials on it that you'd see on like a diving watch or something like that. But the yeah. cool thing is, um, it's another way to interact with a different screen. So, yeah. So whereas you only have touch, I've got this like tactile dial uh, feature here that is another way to sort of go into different menus and stuff like that. That is kind of cool. Yeah. We still got lots to talk about here on Get Connected today. You've got Mike Agarbo here with AJ Vickery. We will be uh, talking with drone 
racers later on in the program. Uh, and after the next break here, we'll uh, be talking with our friend Dan Bader, the senior editor over at Mobile Nations, about the new Freedom Mobile. Are we finally going to start seeing some competition when it comes to cell phones? Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Dan's going to give us a lowdown on that. So we got we got to throw throw out to the contest here today. Okay, do the contest. It, it is awesome. Uh, thanks to the folks at Samsung, uh, they've outfitted us today with a couple of great prizes on our website. We're giving away the Gear um, Fit Two, which we talked about a little bit. This is a fantastic little wearable device that goes on your wrist and and essentially kind of keeps track of all sorts of health features: your heart rate, your uh, steps, um, your workouts. Uh, it combines with the the app to help keep you fit and healthy. It also has lots of features that connect to your phone. And also the Gear Icon X earbuds. These things are beautiful. These are these are um, wireless earbuds that go into your ears. They're completely detached from each other. So they're separate. And, uh, and again, they go inside of your ear. They uh, are beautiful little headphones that are from Samsung. and um, For working out. And they yeah. can actually have store music right on the, the earbuds themselves. They've got memory built into them. So yeah. they store the, and they also have a heart rate monitor built into them as well. Crazy. I know. I know. And so these things were given away on our website. You have to go to getconnectedmedia.com to enter to win. Um, you'll see the contest page right on the front there. Click there and enter. We encourage you to do that. It's a great prize this week. Are we finally going to get some competition in the cell phone space? You'll find out after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with AJ Vickery. Still lots to talk about on today's program. Later on, we'll be finding out about the Drone Racing League. If you've got a drone or thinking of getting one, this is uh, obviously a, a fun way to, uh, to use it. We'll also hear from Christina Stoyanova with App of the Week later on in the program. Well, you probably heard the news in the past year. Shaw has uh, purchased Win Mobile, the fourth uh, carrier here in Canada. I think they had about 1 million subscribers. Uh, now, Shaw's in charge on the line. Uh, we have our friend Dan Bader. He's a senior editor over at Mobile Nations. Thanks for joining us, Dan. No problem. Thanks for having me, Mike. So, Win Mobile is not Win Mobile anymore, it's Freedom Mobile. Yes. So Wind uh, was is a international brand, and uh, it's it's famous in in Europe. It used to be owned by uh, the Egyptian company. Um, I can't remember the name at the moment, but it was uh, bought by Vimplecom, which is a Russian company, uh, and it uh, is very popular in many in many countries, uh, Italy especially. And uh, this rebrand was a long time coming. Shaw said a few things. When they bought Wind, uh, Wind Mobile uh, from Global Live, they said that they wanted to position it a little bit differently, less as a discount brand and more as a true competitor to the incumbents like Rogers, Bell, and Telus. Um, and that's exactly what they've done. They are inc- increasing prices a little bit, not for existing customers, but new customers may experience some uh, higher costs. And they are launching a much faster LTE network, which I'm sure you want to talk about. So lots of good things, but uh, definitely a much-needed brand, uh, rebranding for the company. Well, it was kind of exciting when Wind uh, Mobile and some of these other carriers came into the marketplace. Uh, I think a lot of us uh, were hoping that we'd get some better competition in the form of lower prices, better service. Uh, but I, I think the one challenge that Wind had uh, going is that they used a different network than the rest. Well, they used the same network, but they didn't have the high-speed 4G LTE network. So they, they until recently, were using that same 3G network that you may have used on your phone back in 2010. 
But unfortunately, they didn't have the spectrum, which is the airwaves that a company needs to uh, to transfer fi- uh, to transfer data and phone calls. Uh, they didn't have anything extra to launch an LTE network, and they didn't have the money. So now they have both. They bought a lot of spectrum back in 2015, and they had now have a, a cash injection thanks to Shaw. And this LTE network is uh, the main thing that will now position them to better compete with the incumbents. Unfortunately, it's only launching in your city and my city, in Vancouver and Toronto. Uh, and it's only rolling out in the rest of the country in uh, mid-2017. Sounds like a, a little bit uh, away. Do you think they're going to have a chance to affect the pricing that uh, you know many of us are paying? Do you think they'll offer more competition? Yeah, absolutely. What's going on now is they're launching a 6 gigabyte uh, $45 plan for LTE customers. And, and to, to give you some perspective, that same amount of money on Rogers or Bell or Telus would probably cost around $100 a month. And this includes unlimited calls, international texts, voicemail, all the good stuff. And with the LTE speeds, if you're not familiar with LTE, uh, it's, it's the latest generation wireless technology, and it can transfer uh, data up to 10 times faster than 3G. So anybody who's currently on wind or freedom now uh, will experience speeds that were completely un. Uh, you know, impossible to get and, and, and unknown till this day. And uh, there are a couple caveats, but for the most part, the experience should be significantly better. Uh, but again, only launching in Vancouver, Toronto in the, uh, the, the short term. But what happens if you go outside of these, these main city centers? Like, I, I'm a, a traveler. I, I visit a lot of different uh, Canadian cities. Uh, am I paying roaming chargers? How does that all work? Right. So Wind has an existing network, and it spans far outside the uh, core of Toronto and Vancouver. So if you're on those, uh, if you're on a ho- the, the wind network and uh, you go outside where LTE is currently offered, you'll just fall back to the older, slower 3G network. If you go then outside wind's own 3G network, you'll be roaming on its partners. And those include Rogers and Bell, even though they don't actually disclose that. But what you'll do then is you will pay what's called an away roaming fee. And uh, that is anywhere between, I think it's 20 cents a call and uh, a few cents a megabyte. So unless you go over, unless you start streaming a movie, you won't pay very much, but it's uh, it's not going to be included in your your fee. Do you think the big three are worried? Not yet. <laughs> not, not yet, no. I think the big three will be worried once WIND launches LTE, or Freedom, I, I keep saying WIND, Freedom launches LTE in more cities, and they prove that they have a sustainable business model. Because right now, there are a lot of upfront capital costs that Shaw is, is eating in order to uh, gain a lot of new uh, subscribers. But what's unknown yet is whether the network itself can handle all that extra load and whether or not the value is there when Freedom's network is still relatively limited. Even when it rolls out to all of its existing markets, it's still only going to be Ottawa, Toronto, uh, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver, and the, and the greater areas in, in some of those cities. So southwest, the south, uh, southern Ontario and eastern Ontario is covered. 
but you're never going to get the same network experience as you do currently on Rogers Bell or Telus. I like the uh, the sound of uh, a six gigabyte plan for forty five dollars. AJ, is that something you would switch to? Well, I mean, like again, you have to make sure that uh, the areas that you're planning to use your device are going to work for you. So that's critical. I want I'd like to see that sort of network map and be comfortable that I'd be covered everywhere I go. But pricing wise, that blows away. Uh, anything that I'm doing currently with my phone, and I have nowhere near six gig. I'm I'm paying over hundred dollars a month for my phone service mobile, and I got two gigs. Wow, that's a great deal, AJ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah AJ, we should talk. We got to talk after this. <laughs> well, I think this is why uh, I'm on. Uh, I've got one of my phones on Fido. And, uh, yeah, over the past three months, they've been sending me all sorts of great offers. They doubled my data for no charge. Uh, do you think that's in response to this? Absolutely. It was It was uh, in, in the uh, running up to WINS or Freedom's LTE launch, a lot of companies were offering double the data. And the moment that the network launched, all those deals went away. And you, you wonder whether it was a coincidence. Of, of course not. <laughs> they really, um, they were trying to prevent people from moving over to Freedom once uh, the LTE network launched. And uh, they've done a great job at, at keeping those customers happy. I, I, I know my brother got offered uh, double the data on Fido, and now he has, I think, six gigs to use for the next couple of years, which is not coincidentally the same amount of uh, of data that you get on uh, on Freedom for for its LTE plan. The difference here, though, is Freedom's LTE network is very new, and it uses technology that is not available in a lot of existing phones. So one thing you have to keep in mind is if you do want to take advantage of this new $45 plan, you actually have to buy a new phone. Going to have to cut you off there, uh, Dan. Uh, looks like we're uh, out of time. We're going to have to go to break. Thanks for joining us. When we come back, we're going to be talking uh, about drone racing. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and AJ here in studio today. In a little while, we'll also go open line, taking some of your tech calls and questions. Always my favorite time. Yeah, gift buying ideas. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, lots of cool stuff uh, in the stores this year, so mm-hmm. uh, we can help you with some of that. Or if you've got some tech issues, we can answer that for you as well. Of course, we'll uh, be talking with Christina Stoyanova with her app of the week. Drones becoming more and more popular. The prices uh, have crashed so to speak. See what I did there? Yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Especially the ones on GoPro. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a whole other story there. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about drone racing. On the line, we've uh, got uh, Ryan Stefan. He's the founder and owner of the West Coast Drone Racing League. Thanks for joining us today, Ryan. How are you doing? Good. Uh, drone racing. Tell, tell us how this all works. Um, well, the history of it or just how it works right now? How's it working right now? Well, what is your league is all? Yeah, what your league is all about? Um, so basically, just, there was uh, you know some guys were just flying out in the uh, Fraser Valley. We were just getting fields or where, wherever we could go fly and setting up some gates. And and I came up with the idea to have a start of like a, a professional league or some sort of a you know a, a league with a bit of higher standards and some standardization and organization. So um, so we founded the West Coast Drone Racing League. And how often do you have races, and, and, and how many people are involved with this? So we have, uh, we did our first race uh, last month, um, and we have 36 racers right now, and uh, it's, it's pretty much all we can manage at this point in time, because we've got a lot of uh, issues with video and whatnot, and it's hard to organize everyone's channels throughout the day. So at this point in time, we're only taking 36 first-come, 1st serve uh, to sign up for the race when we announce them, and uh 
and that's pretty much how it's going right now until we get more technically advanced and, and get better at what we're doing and our, and our gear gets a little bit better. And so what does drone racing look like? What Where are you flying these things? Is there like little tunnels or gates that they have to fly around? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's gates and different obstacles. So at our last race, we had, uh, you know, four or five gates set up and then uh, and then some air gates that were suspended a little higher in the air, about 10 feet up, uh, and then flags. And then basically the tracks, because your camera's tilted, you have to, uh, you're not seeing much because, you know, uh, you're going pretty fast. So we have little cones on the ground, soccer cones, just to kind of, give them a pathway to follow. Hmm. And what, uh, is there a classification of drones that sort of, uh, that the racists would be grouped into for, you know, in terms of like, I guess, top speed or, or manufacture? Um, we'll, we, we have a, a class limit of about a 250 millimeter uh, motor to motor size right now with a maximum up to a six inch prop on there. Um, and then uh, basically uh, we'll do uh, time trials in the morning and we'll split everybody up kind of around noon and uh, we'll have them in A and a B class. So there's probably about a five or six second uh, time difference between someone in A and B. It, is it the the speed though? Uh, does that make the big difference in in winning the race? I imagine you have to be pretty yep. uh, agile at uh, getting through these obstacles. Yeah. So uh, we had some guys from Team Canada there, and the guys that have been on the DRL, which is a, a production that uh, ESPN airs um, <clears throat> in the United States, and. Uh, and these guys were getting about 17-second laps, and, and our, our new guys are getting about 26-second uh, laps. Hmm. So it's a, it's a pretty big difference. And so to to uh, to race these drones around the track, uh, typically uh, most drones have like a, a camera on them. Is that how they're navigating? They're they're looking through what the, the drone sees, or is it kind of line of sight? They have to see the drone? No, it's first-person first view. So there's a VTX and the video transmitter that's coming back to your RX, which is your goggles. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. And you you it's said yeah, you said uh, only thirty six at a time uh, because of all the interference, I guess. Well, not thirty six. We were doing six at a time. Okay. So we can only take thirty six racers for a day because it would just take too long to bring anything more than that. So we're only we we, we want to put on a good high quality event. So so we don't want to bite off a little more than what we can chew at this point in time. Is anyone racing uh, with the VR wear at all, or or do you think that would be an advantage? The VR where uh, so like so, uh, so um, wearing actual uh, headset. Um, well, that's exactly what they are wearing. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. So versus yeah. looking at a screen. Oh, very cool. Yeah, uh, Fat Shot Gargles is kind of the most popular brand right now, and uh, and probably the best. So everyone's typically about ninety percent of the guys are running Fat Sharks. Any good crashes? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's always good crashes. But the, the the cool thing about the drones is they're very resilient. If you you know, you have a hard crash, you're only breaking a prop. Whereas flying uh three D R C helicopters, you have a crash there, you're looking at about maybe five to thousand five hundred to thousand dollars in, in parts to mm. rebuild. Mm, oh my god. Mm. Yeah. And is there uh what kind of uh drone models are being raced? What kind of drone models are being raced? Yeah. Um, well everyone's kinda of building their own. Oh they are. Oh. Yeah, these are all home builds, and uh, okay. you pick a pick a frame, a carbon fiber frame, and then you uh, there's an assortment of motors and ESCs and flight controllers, and and uh, depending on what your uh, transmitter is, uh, either the most popular one is a FR Sky or a Spectrum, and that's what's going to indicate what your uh, receiver is going to be on your uh, aircraft. Ryan, where can people find out more information about uh, the West Coast Drone Racing League? They can find more information at uh, www.westcoastdroneracingleague.com. Thanks for joining us today, Ryan. Thank you very much for having me. That was Ryan Stefan.
founder and owner of the West Coast Drone Racing League. We've got to go and check that out. Yeah, I was uh, wondering whether or not it's a big spectator sport. Well, I, I guess it would be. Yeah. Like, it'd be fun to see, like, drones trying not to hit each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> going through these uh, yeah. these obstacles. Yeah. I've tried the, the VR goggles before, uh, you know, with Parrot. They have, uh, you know, a few different yes. drones. It is crazy weird. You yeah. put these goggles on, and you're basically seeing what the drone is seeing as you're flying around. Yeah, I was actually wondering... Um, uh, about that because I tried flying uh, up when we were up at Whistler at one of the tech summits with London Drugs. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I got to fly the parrot one, the parrot one, yeah. and um, it's it took getting used to. Like, yes, uh, I was not comfortable for, at first because I oh, know you keep wanting to take the the goggles off because right? I can't you're... physically see the drone, so I yeah. just didn't want to fly at my face. Yeah, <laughs> or hit birds or, or hit people. people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open up the phone lines. We're going to take your tech calls and questions here on Get Connected Radio six zero four. Two eight zero nine eight nine eight. If you're phoning long distance anywhere, one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. And the local number again, six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. Your calls after this. You're back with Get Connected. We're going to open up the phone lines. If uh, you need some buying advice uh, for tech gifts, or you're having any tech issues, six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. And phoning long distance, one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. Uh. AJ, anything cool that uh, you've uh, been filming for the TV show? Well, you know, Mike, you've been away. So yes. um, all the goodies have been coming, and I've been sort of, you know, cracking into them. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation hate... VR. Oh, how was that? Here to stay. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, it's awesome. Is it? It's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, yeah, we got the new PlayStation VR kit. And so I think this is like... This is a this is a great opportunity because a lot of those VR had a lot of the virtual reality stuff, uh, especially sort of the bigger stuff. You have to bit, make a bit of an investment, and you have to sort of like set it up in your home, and and or you go for the really easy stuff, which is just your phone and a pair of goggles. Yeah. But the thing I like about the Sony is it uh, they've got a Sony's come out with a kit that combines the PS4 and the and and it's kitted out um, so it will drive the VR goggles well. Yeah. And they and then there's a number of games that you can get with it too. So this is just so cool. Like it takes gaming to another level. You're completely immersed in the game such that you're actually like you sort of forget you're not in the game you know like because everything around you is just game you can look to your left look to your right look up look down and you see all these different parts of the game and then you can um i actually got hit by a car and (laughs) almost (laughs) fell off the chair i was sitting in yeah but nothing hit me no my brain told my body yeah that i that that happened and it created this like actual reaction yeah it's trippy maybe you need a buddy beside you like someone to hold you, you down you need yeah. like a <laughs> like when you're weightlifting you need a spot that is cool and yeah. so if you've got a playstation 4 now you can just buy these goggles yes and you you give them a thumbs up thumbs up 100 percent. it's going to be a great uh great addition this christmas for folks 604-280-9898 taking a few of your tech calls we're going to jump to uh is it louis in north van no just in van okay how you doing yeah great how are you guys good what can we do for you uh, quick question. I have a Epson V350 uh, uh, scanner. Yeah. Um, it was gifted to me. Uh, I've had it for a while, though. Uh, and I have a, um, a, I've been given a mandate by my wife that the stacks and stacks, and wait for it, stacks of photos I've got to get sorted and scanned and taken care of. Yeah. Is this V350 still going to do that good, a good job or... What's a quick, good quality, uh, small scanner? <laughs> uh, Epson has come out with a new one uh, that is designed exactly for what you're talking about. It's a little pricier. Uh, it's eight ninety nine, I believe. You can get them uh, at uh, 
uh, some local stores here. Uh, and it's designed specifically for, uh, I guess, scanning stacks of photos. And a lot of us, uh, that's what we know. Uh, you know, I had a film camera. I literally have thousands of photos. Uh, I know some friends, uh, they actually have 5,000 photos that they have, like actual physical photographs. And so what this scanner does, I think you can scan like 30 photos a minute, AJ? Yeah, You've seen so. this thing. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. And what's cool about it as well is that uh, it'll scan both sides. So a lot of times, uh, you know, when you've taken a photo back in the old days, uh, you might have written some notes on the back, uh, you know, a date or, you know, who's in the picture. Uh, if it detects that something's on the back side, it'll actually take a scan of that as well. And then it's interesting because it's not your typical flatbed scanner like you like the one that you have yeah. um, there from Epson. This one's kind of like a very um, small um, unit that looks kind of like one of those old bubble jet printers. If you yeah, could yeah, imagine yeah. that, yeah, like sheet fed, and, yeah, sheet fed, and and so you literally just takes a small corner of your desk, and then as Mike said, you just literally just stack your you know yeah you know, thirty at a th- time, thirty at a time photos into the thing, hit the go button, and it starts pumping them out, and it's just literally it's like main job in life is photos. And it is amazing. Uh, the quality is fantastic as far as bringing those images in because you want to capture them in you know high quality. Uh, so it, it's it's so easy. Once you get this thing hooked up, you put the photos in. You can put different size photos in. It will scan all of them, and it will make your life a thousand times easier. Yes, can you scan your photos on your flatbed scanner? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It is going to take you a long time. <laughs> yeah. If you've got hundreds, yeah. if not thousands of photos, uh, it will take you a long time. The other option <laughs> yeah. is take them in to yeah. uh, one of the um, shops, yeah. you know, uh, and um, they actually offer that as a service. And you can sort of like weigh it out. You know, if you've got 300 photos and they're charging, you know, a couple cents a photo, maybe maybe that, that makes sense. Usually it's more well. than a few cents. Yeah. 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 Uh, but check it out. Uh, look it up online, Epson Fast Photo Scanner. Yes, what do you do with this thing after you've scanned your thousands of photos? Well, scan your family's and your friends' photos for them. Uh, but also, you can use it as a, uh, a document and receipt scanner. So it's got software that will automatically recognize uh, your documents and receipts and, and help you put them into expense forms and things like that. So it is quite handy for the family or, or a small business after and that, that. And that is called the Fast Photo. Fast Photo. Yeah. So again, Epson Fast Photo. Check it out. One more. Bob, how are you doing, Bob? How are you doing? Good. What can we do for you? Okay. Um, I have a, uh, a U.S. plan. Yep. That includes Canada, no charge. Okay. Anytime, any day, you know, across yep. the whole country, like the U.S. Um, it's approximately half the price of freedom, almost. And it has the updated LIT, or what do they call it? LTE, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, is there any way we can ever come competitive? I'm hoping so. <laughs> you know, the challenge is we're a big country. Obviously, there's a lot of ground to cover, so it's a little more expensive as far as the infrastructure. We've only got three main providers up here, now four with uh, Wind, which has become Freedom Mobile since Shaw has uh, bought it. Uh, we're hoping uh, with the investment that they make into Freedom Mobile and upgrading the system, it will make things more competitive, and I, th- I think we're starting to see that now. Uh, down in the U.S., there's... 10 times the population. There's a lot more competitors. It's much more competitive down there, and that's why you see much lower prices. And hopefully, with Freedom Mobile, we'll uh, see that uh, in the next uh, year or two. Well, I remember the prices, Mike, we used to see when we went, we went on our trips over to Europe. Oh, my God. And they were just so low. I know. I uh, went to Ireland uh, in the summertime, yeah. uh, Northern Ireland, so it's part of the UK. Uh, I could get a month plan with a few gigs of data for like 10 pounds. Yeah. So that's that's like 20 bucks. Yeah. 
So dramatically cheaper. Yeah, but you make, you make a good point. Big country, uh, relatively low population. Yeah. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're uh, going to be talking more tech, and uh, we'll also be hearing from Christine about her app of the week. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and AJ in today. In studio, we have Christina Stoyanova with her app of the week. What do you got for us? I have an app that's not yet released. Okay. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Something to look forward exactly. to. Exactly. When it is, is it being released? It's meant to release this year, okay. this week. Sorry. Oh, cool. What is it called? Uh, it's called Super Mario Run. I am looking forward to this. This is a, a game from Nintendo. Yes. Uh, this is the first time that uh, Nintendo has uh, let their uh, their Mario franch- franchise into uh, uh, the mobile space. I know, and I'm so excited because I grew up with Mario. Yes. That was the first video game I ever played, and I would love to have that on my phone. And so what is it all about? What, is, what happens in this one? Uh, so Mario moves automatically in this one. He automatically is running. So your job is to tap at just at the right moment to make him jump. And that's how you get through the courses and beat the bad guys and all that. Is it 2D or is it like a 3D thing, first person? or? Uh, it's 2D as far as I can tell from all of the screenshots. Yes. Yeah. I, I've been, uh, I haven't looked into it enough yet, but I, I've heard that you have to have... Uh, like an internet connection all the time for this. Really? Yeah. Huh, interesting. So I don't know if that's uh, true or not. We'll have to look into that a little further, but uh, yeah. I don't know why it's... I would think the courses would already be in there, wow. but I guess we'll see this week when it launches. I read this on the internet, so it's, it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll have to get a few more sources on that. Uh, and what kind of pricing are we looking for this? Um, it's nine ninety nine USD, so we'll have to see what um, it comes up at in the the app store for Canadians. 99 cents? No, $9.99. Oh, $10. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's up there. Um, uh, you know what, though? If, if you're into, you know, Super Mario, that's small price. Yeah, it's totally a small price. Yeah. And it's nice to have that uh, kind of nostalgia game on your on your phone. And available for iPhone and Android? Uh, no, they're launching it, just iOS to start with. Yeah. Um, no word yet oh, on too bad, AJ. Android. <laughs> but it is definitely coming. Um, they've said that for sure. Cool. Coming soon, Super Mario for the uh, for the iPhone. Uh, you've got 30 seconds to tell about the prize again, AJ. Oh, you've got to go to getconnectedmedia.com. Uh, if you haven't entered our contest, it's super easy to do. You go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. There we're giving away Samsung Gear Fit 2 and the Icon X wireless earbuds. Super cool. That's all the time we have left. I want to thank AJ for coming in today and Christina for joining us in the studio. We'll see you again next time.